just because of abject stupidity. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're starting off the Monday edition as we're coming back now from Thanksgiving by a reading from the Book of Palms. Um, hold on, I'm oh boy, I'm flipping through the Bible. I'm flipping. Uh, there's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Hold on, let me keep going here. There's Nehemiah. There's uh, Isaiah. It's palms, uh, right? Micah. Right. We're palms. 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 Let's see here. Um, hold on. Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, Acts, uh, Romans, first, first or one Corinthians, two Corinthians. Hold on, I'm still going. Hey, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> I made it to. I made it to Revelations, or is it Revelation? Aha, that's a tricky one too. No, I made no it to palm. Revelation, and no, there's no palm in here. So, uh, can we listen to this? Can we listen to this very uplifting? Is it possible, Chris, we could listen to the very uplifting pre-Thanksgiving message from Joe Biden? Here he is. If we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim the palmist <laughs> with the palmist who wrote these following words. Uh, okay, that's the good. Lord that's good. is my. That's good. That's good. It, you know, one thing about this, Mr. Rama, is. It, it wouldn't be so bad. I mean, it'd be something you could look past because not everybody is biblically literate. People yeah, but, people make mistakes. Right. But when Donald Trump said Second Corinthians, he called it Two Corinthians, which I've actually heard some theologians call it. I've that, said but it's that. Second Corinthians. That's what. They, right. Yeah, everybody calls it Second Corinthians. A quick way. But to say when it. he did that, they rode him. CNN and NPR and and New York Times. They all rode him for a year for saying Two Corinthians. They, they and this time, Joe Biden says the palmist. Nobody says a word. So he's palm reading. That's what he's reading. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, you know. I mean, he he could have quoted the the book of palm trees, you know, and they wouldn't have said anything about it. Doesn't the right. truth has left the building with this guy? That was the most depressing mm. thing I'd ever seen in my life. I was oh like, oh, thanks, man. I'm already bummed out enough, and now I need. I got the president electness talking about the palmist and and you know, shields of strength and all that. It's embarrassing, but it doesn't it doesn't matter what he does. They're not ever going to report it. The book of palms. Nah. Is that the one they wrote yeah. in Miami? You know what? what yeah. <laughs> in Mexico. Is that where the palmist arose from? The great foreign land of Miami or Mexico? You know, I mean, oh. it's it's embarrassing. It was depressing. This is the guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Some of you wanted to be president. No. Uh, hold on. He hasn't taken the oath yet. He broke well, his foot. True. He broke, he broke his, his foot. foot. He broke his yeah. foot playing with his own dog. Sure he did. <laughs> right. You know, okay. Yeah. He broke his foot playing with the dog. I got you. I got you. Were they playing okay. floor hockey? I mean, what the, how did he break um, his foot with his own damn dog? I'm, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board. It was the dog incident. The great dog incident of 2000. Okay. All right. Whatever. I mean, you know, get well soon, but I, I'm not buying the dog thing. Are you? Are you buying a dog? No. Broke his foot? No, yeah. not really. It sounds right. kind of stupid, actually. <laughs> you know, I, I just the, the, the whole thing is freakish. You know, and and the the fact that uh, no matter what story he puts out there, you know, I I I broke my foot while levitating. You know, they report it as if it's this, the absolute truth. You know, this is what we this is what we have to look forward to. Him mumbling, mispronouncing things, saying things that don't make any sense. 
And no, it's the emperor wears no clothes. Do you know, you know uh-huh. the story, right? The emperor wears no clothes. Sure. He's of course, I'm going to tell that. And, and right. he's a mumbling weirdo, uh, and no one's going to report Did you just say that? What? You just said Joe Biden buck naked. Thanks for putting that go. in my head. I need, a, I need a head cleanser. <laughs> I need a head cleanser right now. Think about his blonde hair on his legs turning strangely oh, gray. Stop you know? it. Quit. Oh. <laughs> so early on a Monday to be doing I'm sorry. it. I'm sorry. Hey, thanks for covering the show last week. I appreciate all oh, that. No, Thank you no very problem. much. No nice problem. Nice to have a little time off. Sure. Sure. Have you cleared out after all the food on Thursday? It, man, that was a lot of food. <laughs> Woo, that was a lot of food. Yeah, One was. thing about creeping up on middle age or actually arriving there without noticing it is that it takes you longer to digest things. Yes, it and does. I, it takes I, a little I feel while. like an anaconda that swallowed a cheese goat. You know what I mean? You ever see those anacondas? Could take a while. They've just eaten like an entire alligator sure. or something. That's how I Could feel. Could take a while. I've been digesting for yeah. two days. Did you have lots of, yeah. lots of good food? Oh yeah, we had lots of good. It, it was just the two of us. We right, didn't do right. anything other than that. We had, we sat right here in this house, just the two of the whole time. In fact, the whole week <laughs> that wow. I was off last week, it just did this right here. <clears throat> we just yeah. I looked looked pretty lady across the table from me, and we just sat here and had a good time. That's about it. Ain't That's all we do. Um, and I did not go out and break the curfew um, <laughs> on uh, any of the nights. Now you know, I talked about this all morning because. Um, you know, if they do it to the on this, they're going to do it on other stuff, and they are going to absolutely do everything they can. I wonder how the business community feels this morning, supporting Ron Nirenberg in the last election. The businesses probably who wrote like they've check. been probably like they've been had. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the way this have. thing was announced was wasn't it late in the day, uh, uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, and purpose. and and you had the, the I think you had the big fights the, that were uh, the boxing match that a lot of these bars were going to be having Saturday. parties for, and they you know did, uh, you know were looking forward to that revenue based upon the back and forth with the restrictions before, and boom, it's gone. You know, uh, I think if there were any Nuremberg supporters in the small business, especially in the bar and restaurant business, uh, they're probably not very happy with him today, and they shouldn't be. That was a sack of jive. I can't believe they did that. Well, he needs to resign. I can't. He does, but he's not. This is a constitutional violation. There, there was no uh, court. There was no trial. There was no uh, issuance of any kind of charges, and certainly no trial and no sentencing. And yet they imprisoned people all over this city. And the people allowed them to imprison them all over the city and lock them up behind their own doors. And not only that, Sean, but then they sent out a question and answer thing said you couldn't even get together in your private home. They're telling you what you can do in your own four no. walls. No. Yeah. You want to start paying it. my mortgage, pal, then you can tell me what to do in my own home, okay? And, and what a cowardly way to do it, though. They they, they didn't put it, it out is. there a few days in advance so people could give reaction. They just slipped it right in there. And you're right. Yeah. There's enough people who are normalized to this crap now at this point. It's like, well, sure. there's a spike. we got to stay inside. It's like, don't you realize what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. Don't you realize well, I, what just happened? I just had a caller at the top of the hour who said his wife's in a, you know, in a, in a, she's a nurse, and this is about slowing the spread so the hospitals aren't overwhelmed. Well, first of all, and and then he went on to say, and, and you know, I hear everybody talk about their rights, yada, yada, yada. You know, so what about your rights? You know, okay, wait, 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 wait. Your <laughs> rights are everything, number one. Number one, your rights are everything. That's it right there. Because if you do not stand for your rights and your rights go away, then everything else goes away. That's number one. Number two, as far as hospitals being overwhelmed, 
and and too many people locked locked up in hospitals. Most of the people, ninety nine point eight nine percent, recover from this thing, and most of them never go to the hospital. That's the first thing. They never have to go to the hospital. They take a Tylenol and they wake up and they're doing just fine and they're getting over this thing on their own and they don't ever have to go to the hospital. But don't let facts get in the way of a good socialist uh, grab here. This is a power grab by socialists, one hundred percent. Well, and the thing people need to remember is once a right goes away, it just doesn't come strolling back into your life someday. Okay, Most of the time you have to fight a war to get your rights back after they're gone. They don't just say, okay, pandemic's over, you guys can uh, do whatever you want now. Once that's gone, it's gone. It ain't coming back. You know, and uh, and and I think that's where you know a, a lot of, especially the younger folks that don't have that connection with history, just haven't read a lot of history, American history, world history, to have any kind of perspective on this. Oh, your silly rights, man! <laughs> you, what, you'll you'll miss those silly rights when they're gone. You'll miss those pesky rights that guys like you and me are always screaming about. Once you can't get them back, and you have to fight a war to get them back or not at all you know you just become a drone so you know and and that's what like that what's so surreal to me about the times in which we live is how willingly people are doing it how willingly people are giving up their rights uh with a big smile on their face a big condescending smile like <laughs> you silly rednecks you don't know what you're talking about with your rights you know it's it's bizarre it really is because i i always saw more of a forced takeover rather than you know a happy one where people just willfully walk into their own oppression it's it is it's it's unsettling it's disturbing i predict that now that they've done it and they got away with it they're going to do it again and it's going to become more and more common that they are going to call lockdowns and they're going to tell you to stay inside of your home they have basically no not basically they have in effect made you a prisoner in your own home (laughs) and not only in your own home and telling you you can't even go outside your home but you, you cannot, they, they tell you who you can be with and what you can do in your home. Question number two on their question and answer sheet, does the curfew apply only to outside gatherings? This is what City Hall sent us, okay? No, residents are prohibited from gathering with others outside of their household after 10 p.m. and in a private home as well. <laughs> no. So I couldn't have you and Elaine and Chris and Don nope. everybody over the other night because that would have been a thousand dollar fine and folks, if you don't say you know what to this then it's going to happen again and again and again these are tyrants and if you don't know how tyrants operate because you weren't taught in school study the 1930s in germany study the uh, the change of the last uh, century in in the soviet union in russia and see what they did they didn't come in like like sean was just saying they didn't come in and say here we go we're going to oppress you like this and here's your oppression take your daily dose of oppression no they did it for your own good you see Right. It's for your own good that we build a fence around your community and lock you in your community. It's for your own good, you know. After all, if we don't take care of you, there's nobody going to take care of you. Certainly you're not going to take care of yourself, and nobody else is going to take care of you. That's up to us to do. So the real thing that you need to do is just stay in your own freaking home. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, stay in your home and don't have anybody over. Right. You know, right. I mean, it's... It's, it's happening, man. It's happening right in front of our faces. Right yeah. there. What we always thought, talked about and suspected, but never quite believed could actually happen. And here it yeah. is in the space well, of 10 months. 
my dad told me back in the 70s to read this book. It came out in 1972 called None Dare Call It Conspiracy, and I blew it off, you know. Um, but I've started to read it again, and it's, those guys were prophets. They yeah. they knew what they were. They, they, they were branded by the media back then as being conspiracy theorists, but what they said back then has come true. None dare call it conspiracy. But here's one for George Orwell in 1984. He said this, Everything other than working was forbidden. Walking in the streets, having fun, singing, dancing, getting together, everything was forbidden. Mm. Yeah. One of the best things anybody could do for themselves right now is reread that book if you, if you haven't read it in a while or read it for the first time if you've never read it. It's brilliant, and it's right there. And this was, this was uh, you know, for, for our, the majority of our lifetimes, something we never really thought we'd see actually happen here. And yet it is. <laughs> it's right in front of you. So, yeah, read 1984. It'll open your mind. Really will. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back on the other side. More where and Ryma to start your Monday off. Hey, I'm going to tell you about Apple Pest Control. If the bugs are a problem for you, that's important. You want to get in touch with Apple Pest Control and have Stan and his family come out and treat for bugs. And they do it every few months or so. There's no contract, so you don't have to worry about being married to somebody for a long term. In fact, they just call every couple of months. You ready for another treatment? And they show up, take care of the bugs, and the bugs stay gone. That's the way they do it at Apple Pest Control. It's the way they've always done it at Apple Pest Control with the most outstanding service now right now that it's going to get cold and it's going to get super cold tonight i'll talk to you about that in forecast here in a couple of seconds but it's going to get super cold tonight the squirrels and the raccoons ringtail cats and what have you they're going to start looking for a place to come inside to get out of the cold and i'm telling you your attic space with all that insulation is the perfect space for them and so they come inside, then they start eating on wiring, and now you got big problems. They start tearing the walls apart, and now you got bigger problems. So you want to stop that, too. Rodent removal and then securing your home against further rodent invasion. Apple Pest Control does it all. That's Apple. 210-695-8946. Tell them Trey Ware sent you. AccuWeather forecast today is going to be sunny and only 57 for the high, and then super cold tonight. This time tomorrow morning, whew, baby, it's going to be cold. We're talking about a freeze, particularly in the hill country, but the whole area, 22 to 30 for the low tonight and into tomorrow morning at this time. 61 and sunny tomorrow, 61 and sunny on Wednesday. How's that for a change? Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. If a man gets 80 million votes and he's not even close to that number, Mary, look, again, I don't want to bore you with this. He did not beat President Obama in areas where they said he beat President Obama. In fact, the black community had very little uh, enthusiasm for Joe Biden. You know that. That's absolutely true. Yep. All right, so let's yep. spin the wheel. Fire away at the headline that you want to take a shot at here. Uh, Mr. Ryman, let me well, show you. Well, you know, I, I was, it, during the uh, break, I was, we were talking about what we did over the weekend, and mm-hmm. here it was uh, Hallmark Christmas movies and decorating. I mean, I mm-hmm. didn't do much, but I, I never really did. My wife and stepdaughter like to decorate for Christmas. and mm-hmm. You know, I'm just having a hard time getting into it this year. It's all very surreal because this is mm-hmm. such, this is not a normal time, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's a story about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which my entire life I have watched on Thanksgiving morning. That's tr- tradition I've just always followed. It, it, to me, it's like the Christmas season begins when you know Santa Claus shows up at the end of the uh, mm-hmm. of the parade. It's something I watched with my daughter for years. Bullwinkle. And so I tried. I, I, bullwinkle. I tried to watch it, and it was 
it's virtual. Everything's pre-taped. Nothing's moving. You know, they're they're the streets are empty. Uh, there was a bit of a controversy because they described uh, one, uh, I guess, uh, sorority, a black sorority, as a diverse dance group, which th- was the wrong link language to use. But beyond that, it was really, really, really not the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Do you know know what I mean? And I think that's what Mm -hmm. I'm kind of struggling with this year is that I miss just normal times. I miss just, I say this to you all the time, I miss just long boring days. Just life may never go back to what it was. But just the idea that we're back living our lives like normal people that in this time of surreal abnormality, Things like Christmas decorating and Thanksgiving are just seem strange to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. And, uh, <laughs> Fauci, Fauci said over the weekend that. And, and by the way, you know, Trump had sidelined him. Well, Biden's bringing him back. And yeah. Fauci said, "Oh yeah, this is the way it's going to be." And in fact, before we even took the break, Fauci said, "Even if you get immunized, if you take the the shot, the vaccine." That means you're not going to get it, but you could still pass it on to others, so you're going to have to wear a mask the rest of your life. And I've never heard anything so dumb coming from somebody that's in science, supposedly in science, because how do I pass on something I don't have? This is all a political agenda. That's what they're doing here. And, I, I, you know, Nancy and I had this conversation many times over the weekend, Sean. Who wants to live a full, uh, you know, the rest of their lives being masked up and staying in their homes and not seeing family and friends. Deborah Burke said, if you saw your family this week, then just figure you have COVID. You have it now, if you saw your family. <laughs> what the hell kind of statement is that to make to people? If you saw your family, now you have COVID. That is All that is is making people scared to be around not only other people, but their own darn family, for goodness sake. Unbelievable. Yeah, and 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 there's so much about this time of year that is it's not a solitary. I mean, people are solitary at this time of year, and that's sad because it is mostly a gathering at this time of year. We gather with our loved ones. We gather with our friends. It's really a big old birthday party that goes on for a month, really, and uh, and and that's the one element that's not there this year. And when we talk about how this this cabal or this rabble are trying to take over the country and transform it into a socialist state. It's real. It's oh, real. I believe it's real. But what's interesting is, you know, they've been wanting to do that for a long time. The pandemic, though, I think offered them the perfect opportunity and the perfect 100%. excuse. Because 100%. people are always going to be worried about their health, their biology. And so when you have a biological threat, you, you couldn't pull it off with uh, you know the threat of terrorism. You couldn't pull it off with the threat of the Cold War. You couldn't pull it off with climate change. But a pandemic where people are actually worried about their own health and the health of their family, yeah, ah, never let a good yeah. crisis go to waste. Of course, and and nobody would have locked themselves up at night. And, you know, you were talking about in the first segment about uh, the, the lockdown that Nirenberg imposed. And by the way, he needs to resign. He needs to, he and, he and, and yeah. Wolf need to resign, and conservatives need to replace them. Otherwise, your freedoms will be destroyed, because if they did it for this, they're going to do it for so much more. Right. But we were talking about how you mentioned the fight on Saturday night. It was more than the fight, though. Keep in mind, Thanksgiving week's a long weekend. 
and these bar owners and restaurant owners depend on those long weekends to make their entire year, yeah. not just a week, but it, they make their entire year off of people. Hey, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Let's head downtown. Hey, I don't have to go to work for four days. I got four days off. Let's go downtown. Let's go here. Let's go there. And immediately on Wednesday afternoon, when everybody was out of town or tuned out, you can't go anywhere. You got to stay in your own house. We're locking you up. When did he become? When did he transform from mayor to warden? And that's exactly what they did. They made every home in Bear County a prison. Back in just a minute with Warren Ryan on KTSa at Car Zeus. That's the place to get in touch with today. Phil Candera, Car Zeus, ready to buy your car or truck right now. They'll do it today. All you got to do is log on to their website, Car Zeus, Car Zeus, Car Zeus dot com. That's it. You fill out a little form, some information about your vehicle, car, truck, whatever it is. Fill out some information about that. Then they'll hit you back by text with a an offer for your vehicle, right? If you accept the offer, they'll come to you or you can go to them. They're on 410 Advanced Jackson. Bring the vehicle to them or they'll come to you with a check. They'll do an inspection, exchange check and keys, and that's it. There's no more going to a showroom and waiting around. There's no more trying to show it to people. You don't have to do anything but log on. Real simple. Sell your car or truck today the easy way. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The observers were not able to challenge any decision or determination being made about the processing of these mail-in ballots. No civilian oversight over hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots. Zero opportunity for observers to observe, challenge, or inspect the mail-ins being opened. I find this to be an issue and to be irregular. Okay, so it's uh, 738, Warren Rima on KTSA. Joe Biden is getting a cat, and that was breaking news yesterday. Um, they wanted to make sure that they broke in on CBS with Katie Couric doing a breaking news that he's getting a cat. And he'll be moving to the White House, they say, with a cat and two dogs in tow. That was pretty much it for the Washington media. If you skipped out on, the, on news... <laughs> <laughs> you skipped out How's on that? news. Those are the biggies, man. <laughs> that would this be the team, first man. rescue dog to ever live at the White House. And the Bidens are expecting to get a cat, too. And I'm like, oh, right. boy. You guys you really broke that around. one wide open, didn't you? <laughs> what are they going to do he's without already been Trump, a victim man? of the dog. He, he's already been attacked by the dog, apparently, because he's got a broken foot by the dog. And uh, so get well soon, sir. Um <sighs> University of Texas San Antonio student kicked out of her sorority over a pro-Trump TikTok post featuring a sign that said "All Lives Matter" in the in the TikTok. It was eight seconds long, and the sign said "All Lives Matter." And her sorority Zeta says Zeta stands for Black Lives Matter. In the statement, "All Lives Matter" goes against Zeta's belief. Uh. <laughs> All lives don't matter, says Zeta over at UTSA during the uh, disciplinary hearing. One member argued that Zeta is trying to be more inclusive and saying all lives matter is not being inclusive. <laughs> How dare you say that, Trey? You're such a racist. How dare you say all lives matter? You it's know, it's, it's very unsisterly and very hurtful to say all lives matter. And it's pretty clear 
that we support black lives, and the one who was kicked out said, I didn't join to support black lives, although I do support black lives, I support all lives, she said. And following the hearing, Zeta informed her that she was removed from the leadership position, and then they completely removed her from the sorority. She wanted to contact the head folks, and they said, no, you can't talk to the head folks. And so that's it. She's out of the sorority for not being inclusive enough. (laughs) You're better off. You're better off without them. All lives matter is is racist and not inclusive enough. Not inclusive enough. Well, I mean, you know, arguing against all lives matter is kind of like arguing against water's wet. You know, it's it's such a ridiculous claim. But you can't. You can't utter the words. You cannot utter the word. This is where we are right now. It really doesn't matter if you're a scumbag or a great person or not. Okay? What determines who you are now are things like whether or not you say all lives matter. (laughs) You know, whether you mask up, you know, happily. I mean, these are the things now that determine who we are in the eyes of of, uh, uh, the popular media and the popular culture in a sense. Yeah, they they think about that. They've completely taken a statement as purely inclusive and and benign, really, as all lives matter, and turned it into a, to a mean racist thing to say. So if you even utter the words "all lives matter," you're a racist, and you've done something wrong. <laughs> you know, I mean, two plus two equals seven. That's where we are. Truth has left the building, man. It it really has. And and you know what? She's better off without the so, those sorority girls anyway. And okay, I'll, all I'll they do is party and thing. do beer bongs. You know that's it. That's right. Yeah. One other thing to point out about this, and we'll point this out too, about what happened in downtown concerning the mayor's lockdowns, the mayor's imprisonment of the, the citizens. Um, in, in this case, keep in mind this is a left wing organization that she's dealing with. The Zeta sorority oh, yeah. and Black Lives Matter. That's a left wing. It's 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 run by Marxists, and they admit that they're Marxists, and they're not about Black Lives and Black Lives Matter. They admit this. They, this is not me saying this. They right. say it. The, 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 their job is to transform America into a Marxist nation. That's what they say. That's their charter. Read that. Read their own website. It's on there. But uh, the, the real fascists in the room once again are on the left because they're canceling her. They're the ones who are saying to her, "You get out if you if you don't toe the line and say what we tell you to say. You get out." That's fascist behavior number one number two wasn't it interesting that they had two rallies friday and saturday night at the alamo to oppose the mayor's imprisonment of people in san antonio and and bear county and and that's what it was it was imprisonment he became a warden uh nothing got broken no businesses were burned no urine was thrown on police officers as what happened during the black lives matter protests back in the day back during the summer none of that happened on friday or saturday just some folks waving the texas and the flag of the united states saying we will not be imprisoned in our own home that's all that happened sean no other violence nothing caught on fire no cars overturned it was a peaceful here we are to say no that's what happened well, but that's, therein lies the difference. Okay, they had a point. The people who were down at the Alamo this weekend had a point to make, and they made their point. Okay, when you're talking about when this rabble, this mob rolls through a town and they start destroying businesses and, and breaking glass and, like you say, throwing bags of pee at cops and spitting in their faces, they don't have a point. They claim they do, but they don't. The point is the lawlessness. The point is the anarchy. The point is having a good time destroying stuff. 
And that's why they don't care. They have no regard for anybody, let alone their own point. That's why when they leave, they leave nothing but destruction and garbage in their wake. You know, there is complete there. There's a difference right there. Okay, the folks this weekend had something to say to City Hall, which is, you're not going to tell us what to do in our own homes. (laughs) That was their very clear, crystal clear point and statement they were making. And I would submit to you, any given uh, night of rioting and, and violence and anarchy, you'd be hard-pressed to come up with why they're about that. Think, think you, about you, you know what I mean? You ask the, same, the individuals, they, don't, they have a different answer. They have no idea. The point of it is the violence. Think about it. Because they encourage, in fact, the mayor joined them when oh, yeah. they were in the midst of, of doing all that. The mayor went out and got with them and called it a GD city. But <laughs> this weekend, this weekend on Thanksgiving... He locked up law-abiding citizens. They didn't break any laws. They didn't break anything. Nope. They didn't set anything on fire. But he said, you will not come out of your home after 10 p.m. Isn't that interesting that he supports the people who are in the streets throwing urine on the cops? Oh, that's a that's First Amendment right. That's your First uh, Amendment right to do that in this GD city of mine. But you don't have a right to leave your own home. Leave your own home, and you've committed no crime. You've done absolutely nothing wrong. Nothing. There was no court that heard your case. There was no judge or jury that ruled on a sentence. And the mayor and the county judge, the tyrants, locked you up, imprisoned you. And wow. they did it in a very cowardly way late on very the day before Thanksgiving. Well That's done, how tyrants guys. are. Boy, tyrants you guys are, are impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what a weenie way to do it. You know, seriously. Do it that late in the game when all of these restaurants and bars have already made plans and hired staff to uh, to deal with a very busy holiday weekend? They ordered all the At the, the last minute, you pull the plug on them? Are you serious? What a they ordered all the booze, all the food? Had all that yeah. stuff in the freezer, had food in the freezer, yep. going bad, had booze in the freezer, going bad. Why? Well, because I said so. That's why. You said so. Okay. Yeah, I have the Constitution work. in my hand. Show me show me where you have the power and the ability to do that right now. Show it's it. a normalization. Right there. It's a normalization it process. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what it is. It. <laughs> yep. All right. Back in just a minute. More Warren Rhyme coming up here on KTSA. Well, it's uh, 745 at Lifestyles Unlimited. They're ready to talk with you right now by logging on to their website, financialfreedomlivestream.com, and getting the Financial Freedom Membership. It's usually 740 a year, but for a limited time. Get a two-year membership for only 297 when you use the promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. You'll learn about real estate investing, and you'll save hundreds of dollars at the same time. Diversifying into real estate just makes all the sense in the world, and right now is your time. Today is your day to start making money investing in real estate. Now, you can lose your shirt everything else if you don't know what you're doing so you want to make sure you've got lifestyles unlimited on your side with financialfreedomlivestream.com that's financialfreedomlivestream.com make money for the rest of your life and your kiddo's life too financialfreedomlivestream.com all forensic evidence all custody seats in delaware county are gone they had a signing party where they sat down and and poll workers were invited back to recreate those logs and our understanding as of today was that they were unsuccessful in getting them all. So we have a situation where we have 100,000 ballots to 120,000 ballots, both mail-in and USB, they're in question. 
Yeah, the Dominion server crash reportedly delays the recount in Fulton County, says a judge, and the judge says the machines can't be reset. So, look, there's no way to, to ever satisfy this thing. It was the biggest mess that you've ever seen. I don't care what the dude said on 60 Minutes last night. The president was right. They cheated using mail-in ballots. Bottom line it. Just just say it that way. 752, Warren Ryman. Don't forget, KTSA.com. You can go over there and make a donation right now to Rapping with Jack. KTSA.com. Help out Rapping with Jack. Help out people all over our community by making a donation to Rapping with Jack right now. KTSA.com. It's the easiest thing in the world. KTSA.com. So you want to throw a headline out there and see what's going on in this world, man? Hmm. Should we do the transgendered story? Sure. Uh, let's do the transgender. This was really weird, and uh, it just kind of came out a few days after the story. But there was a. This is when I was uh, subbing for you last week. Mm-hmm. So you know, whatever day of the week that was, Monday or Tuesday, where uh, there's a story about a woman attacking, uh, I believe in California, attacking a uh, uh, a a man and his wife in their bedroom with a machete. Uh, actually, in Maine, I believe, uh, and you know, it's described. This, it's the 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 suspect is is described as a woman, break who was in love with the woman, in bed with the man, and so she was trying to kill the dude and take the woman for herself. Well, you okay. you, don't, you find out because I'm looking at the picture of the suspect going, man, that's one ugly chick, man. <laughs> that's one that's one man right. looking chick, and you right. get through about the fifth paragraph of the story and you realize. That the her they're describing is a guy. It's a man, baby, transitioning to be a woman. And it, it people like suddenly figure that out, went nuts, because everybody had sort of the same reaction I did, like, that's a woman? Yeah. But they reported it 95% as a woman. Of course they did. With all the, her, <laughs> with all the gender pronouns, and her, sure. and she, and all this. And it's yeah. like, you know, if we continue on this path, you're not going to be able to catch anybody from a law enforcement standpoint because you're not ever going to be able to physically describe somebody as they really, really are. <laughs> you know, I, I remember looking at that picture, and I, was, I knew I was a little tired. This was like Wednesday by the time we got to the story. I'm like, right. that doesn't look like a woman. What are they talking about, man? Well, and you know, it goes back to the, the truth doesn't matter. On Saturday, they had the first ever female kicker that played in a big level football game. On Saturday, she played for, for Vanderbilt and she kicked, you know, a kickoff and she's a soccer player. She's not a football player. And it, it went about 25 yards on the ground instead of, you know, kickoffs go up in the air and land in the end zone. Well, okay, people get, were giving her a hard time online because the kick sucked. It was, you know, in, in right. football terms, in football terms, you would never accept that as a true kickoff. But then all these women online start saying, well, hey, look, at least she's out there trying. You ought to give her a break for trying. Uh. And, the, and the people who were criticizing her shot back said, no, 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 no. No, no, no. We were criticizing the kick. Not consider- if, if a guy had kicked that way, we would have criticized him. So if if she wants to play, good, fine, that's fine. But she's got to do the same that a kicker can do and kick it into the end zone or out the back of the end zone like any other kicker would do, or she's going to get criticism. And if she can't take the criticism or you, as a, as a feminist, can't take the criticism, then she shouldn't be out there. Um, the bottom line is, can she? if she can perform the same way a male can, go, get on with it. Come on. But if she can't, if it falls short, then she's going to be criticized as well she should.
But see, it's not about equality. It's not really about equality. Right. It really is about I'm a woman playing on a dude's football team, and I want equality. Except I want I don't want criticism <laughs> for my performance. They, they you know this happens with racial stuff. It happens with gender stuff. It's happening all over the place with the gender stuff and the dudes, you know, competing in, in all female sports and vice versa. But the last damn thing any of these people want is equality. No, because they can't handle it. Yeah. All right, back in just a minute. More wear and rhyme coming up for you. KTSA. Not wearing a mask. Isn't so, weird? You know, so it's Kabuki Theater is what it is, number one. But number two... As you were saying in the last half hour, it's preconditioning. It is, oh, well, you know what? If you don't wear a mask, you're going to get fired. If you don't wear a mask, you can't fly on an airplane. If you don't wear a mask, we're going to fine you $500,000 and take away a traffic. If you don't wear a mask, if you don't wear a mask, if you don't wear a mask. And there, now you got the, you know, disease guy, <laughs> Dr. Doom. <laughs> That's what we call him, the disease guy. We got the disease guy over here. Yeah. Who Trump has sidelined the mask. Yeah. Trump had sidelined this dude, and now Biden's bringing him back, and he's going, Yeah, but uh, it's forever, you know, because once you get the vaccine. Well, he said, once you get the vaccine, you're not going to get it, but that doesn't mean you won't pass it on to somebody else. And I'm thinking, this is a scientist? This guy's a scientist who just said that. Well, you know. Just to kind of go back to your original point, you know, I, I was commenting last week about how silly I think it is when people take pictures, selfies on Facebook wearing a mask. And suddenly people's profile pictures all have masks. And at first I thought that was really, you know, stupid, you know, and I frankly still kind of do. But then somebody pointed out to me, no, you don't understand, Sean. My employer has already said to us, you know, we're going to be looking Correct. over your social media. And, you know, if we see a picture of you and your friends or you in some situation where you should be wearing a mask, it's a, it's a preemptive way of always making sure you're cool, even when you take a selfie, because I guess some employers are looking over this stuff to see what you're doing. They are. They I mean, are. It's creepy. It's just creepy, man. The whole damn I'm, thing's creepy. I'm trying to find... Oh, here it is. Nurse in Oregon is now on administrative leave because she went on a TikTok video without a mask. <laughs> and... And users called Salem Health, who is her employer, and told them she's on there without a mask. Uh. Meanwhile, I told you about the NFL uh, team uh, that was fined $500,000 for not having a mask on. Um, Music legends Van Morrison and Eric Clapton are now out with a song, Stand and Deliver. And the idea behind this song is to raise money so that they can give it to other musicians who can't play gigs right now. Right. I was just telling you off off the, the air that Woody Nelson cut a video about that, that these guys are starving to death out there because they can't go out and do their job. Well, Clapton and Morrison just cut a song about that, and the proceeds go to help these guys out. But people online are excoriating Eric Clapton for doing a song about lo- an anti-lockdown song, saying we've got to get out there and we've got to get to work, yeah. and these people have got to get to work. And now people are just, you, you would have thought Eric Clapton, you know, committed mass murder or something, the way people are talking about him online. It, it's, it's, look, it's just like the, the Black Lives Matter thing. Okay, it, it's now a determinant. It, it now means something if you have a mask on or you don't have a mask. The overall message uh, of what he's saying is true. This, this thing has killed uh, folks. Uh, who who earn their money 
You know, we're not talking about the stadium guys, the guys that fill big venues. We're talking about guys like Kinky and and a lot of uh, our other friends in the outlaw circles here in, in South Texas. Who, baby, that's their income is doing two or three relatively short tours or one long tour a year. You know, and they do it every year. And they hit the same venues pretty much every year because that's how they make their living. And it's just gone. You can't gig. You can't set up a tour, even a small one. And uh, and 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 for someone like Eric Clapton, who you think would be beyond cancel, the c- cancel culture, they go after him because of the mask. You know, it, it's yeah. it, it, it. What if somebody doesn't like you, and they just comb through your social media looking for uh, something they can complain to your boss about as far as the COVID? Because you know right. that's probably already going on. It, it did with this nurse. You know, so uh, if if their goal with the masks and the hysteria was to truly put up little barriers between us and to create suspicion, mission accomplished. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know, they, 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 they pretty much have accomplished that. Well, and to think about it, you know, you're talking about the giggers who are out there gigging, uh, making a buck, and I know a lot of them trying to, yeah. trying to make a buck. Um, but w- Willie said something in a video over the weekend, too. He said, you know, there's a great energy exchange that happens between an aud- artist and audience, too that helps society and and helps people deal with issues if they can go out and they can stand there and it's true with willie himself i know that i have left many a willie nelson concert i've seen 10 million times feeling good not not, not right. because it, not because of a substance but just because we had a good time you know really enjoyed watching him in concert well that's gone from our society that's gone from our humanity right now that doesn't even exist right now and so um, you, you know, we, we've got this, we, and what these guys are saying is, look, if I want to book a gig and people want to come and listen to the gig and know that they might get it, well, that's their business. But I'll tell you what else is going on too, Sean, and this, this ought to trouble you too. Comedians cannot even right. talk about these things. Now, comedians are supposed to say anything. They're supposed to have a pass. You say anything, you know. But they're canceling comedians uh, now and running comedians out of business for for making, you know, doing a stand-up routine about all this. Well, you can't you can't do a routine. You can't do a stand-up routine about this. You're out of business if you. And it's happening left and right. I saw several stories last week. Two or three comedians that just can't work anymore because part of their act is is joking about this stuff. And 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 that's what comedy is supposed to be. Comedy is supposed to be a mirror, in a sense, of society. And the greatest comedians, and I can think of my favorites, Eddie Murphy, uh, 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 George Carlin, uh, uh, Richard Pryor, uh, were all people who, who were critical of society and said very offensive things to make that point, and they were hailed as geniuses, and rightly so. And now... Forget it. John Cleese of Monty Python is routinely out there saying this cancel culture is destroying comedy. You know, and and, and to your original point as well, because I I see this, I think about this a lot. You know, we've really just kind of lost the ability to do anything in a group. I mean, you think about all the great activities like going to a baseball game, going to see somebody play at floors down the street, one of my, you know, favorite things to do. Uh, you know, all the things that, that humans do in groups to celebrate life, you're right, it's just gone. You yep. think about stand-up comedy. I was actually talking to my wife about how, you know, I've, I've always kind of toyed with the idea of trying it someday because I like doing audience stuff. I like reading poems in front of people. And I realized, what am I saying? That's where we do that. 
you know, I, can't, I couldn't even find a place to read a poem or do a poetry reading right now in front of a crowd. It's just gone, you know. And Willie's right because there's something magical, and you and I know this because we've done it. There's something magical about a person on stage communicating with a whole bunch of people in a crowd, whether it's through music or comedy or, or what have you. And it's just, it just doesn't exist anymore. I think the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was so depressing. It's like it's not a parade. <laughs> there's just people lining the streets. They're not moving down the street. It's not. There's it, this. This is some kind of bizarre TV show. You know. I mean, my well, kid went to college to study stage and theater arts, and ninety percent of what she's doing ain't that because they can't perform on stage in front of crowds of people. When you think about the overall picture, uh, you know they're locking you down in your own home, and they're taking away all of these uh, activities. And saying, as we started, there's no end, there's no end date, according to Fauci, to this. This is the way it's going to be. People aren't going to put up with that uh, for very long. Um, and, and back to the comedians for just a couple of seconds. George Carlin told Charlie Rose one time he really took off when he stopped caring. When he started yeah. to, he didn't care. He didn't care if the if. And this is where I differ with him, but he didn't care if the country lived or died, if the country survived or not, what happened to humanity. He just said, "When I got really good and on top of my game is when I stopped caring and I could just observe everything and then right. comment on what I observed." But if you do that now. If you if you do that as a musician or a comedian now, then they cancel you, and right. you don't. Here's the point about all this stuff, and we got a break. But here's the point about all this: you don't come back from all this. There's no, no like, you know, Fauci's right. What's the end date when they go? Okay, everybody, take the mask off. Comedians go back to being offensive. Willie, start playing the bar again. We'll see you at Whitewater. When does all that happen? It doesn't. That's the point. Is we have to claw this stuff back. We have to fight to never let it go. That's why I'm so passionate about this curfew thing that happened this past mm. weekend. If you let them do this. This is the last time, guys. You didn't just have one weekend at curfew. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Daddy's going like to be there to lock you up again. And just very quickly, like we said, once you lose a right, it just doesn't come strolling back into your life of its own free no. will. You have to yeah. usually fight a war to get it back. And it's a shame, uh, it's if true. people don't realize that's what we're coming up on, they're they're not paying attention, man. All right, quick break. Come right back. More Wear and Rhyme after this here on KTSA. You know, if you are suffering from depression or you know someone who is, it may be a spouse, maybe a partner, maybe a friend, it may be a child. And you've tried so many other things over the years now, maybe even over decades right now, to get relief from depression. Genesis Behavioral Health, Dr. Ted Williams and his very fine staff have something really I want you to know about right now. It's not new, right? It is groundbreaking, but not enough people know about it. And that's why I'm so honored to be able to tell you about TMS, Transcranial Magnetic Stimulation. This was approved by the FDA over a decade ago. This is wonderful. It's relatively short. It's non-invasive. It's an outpatient treatment that helps in relieving depression. It's non-invasive. It's covered by most health insurances as well. And, and, and with it being FDA approved, you have the assurances of the safety and the efficacy of this. What we need to do is find out if you're a candidate for it or if your loved one is a candidate for it. And that's a simple phone call to our friends at Genesis Behavioral Health. Call 210-404-9696. If you've been fighting the dark moods of depression for years, maybe even decades, this just might be your answer with Genesis Behavioral Health. Call 210 404 
96-96. Okay, the AccuWeather forecast today is going to be sunny with a high about 57. Cold freeze tonight for most of the area. Up in the hill country, say Kerrville and up in that area, hard freeze is possible tonight. So prepare everything before bed tonight for a freeze 22 to 30, depending on where you are. Sunny tomorrow and Wednesday, 61 and 65, respect. By hand washing with safeguards. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Well, I don't know. I'm just, um, I'm happy I'm not knocked out or anything. So, um, I'll say I'll be better than the next one. <laughs> it was, that fight on Saturday night was like watching two drunk uncles swing at each other on a Saturday night when they got I, mad. It's like, you took was my... Was it a letdown? You, I didn't even see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, you just took a sip out of my beer. Slap, you know. It's like, oh, my God, okay. It was All really right. just like two, two old dudes going at it, huh? <laughs> oh, two fat, gra- two, two fat uncles that were slapping each other for 30 minutes in the kitchen. That's what it looked like. But now it makes perfectly good sense because shocking news flash. Here it is. Mike Tyson was high. He smoked a bunch of weed before the thing. So, before the fight. He smoked a bunch of weed before the fight. Ooh, that? I mean, it's not shocking. I it's got like, dude, it's your comeback, man. <laughs> well, listen to this. You got listen high. Listen to it. Yeah. We could I got it. high. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mike, huh? Why does yeah. anybody care about Mike Tyson? God, why is he still around? Why well, is he still this a legends. They're starting a Legends League, and they're going to have old guys. Because this is what we – there's a huge demand to watch old farts box each other. So yeah. <laughs> they're starting a Legends Absolutely. League. For old farts to go in the ring and slap each other, and they really do. They look like two drunk uncles who got mad because you know their football team didn't score, or something, and they just stand up and start. You know, you've all, right. you've, gotta, everybody's been around that. Yeah, he's got to make sure the paladin's really holding though before he bites anybody's ear off <laughs> right true. now. You know, he might lose That's a bridge. True. You know, <laughs> bad. <laughs> um, Pandemic named 2020 Word of the Year by Merriam-Webster. The other one was, you know, Time Person of the Year. They're they're doing that mayhem guy from the uh, car commercials from or from the insurance commercials. <laughs> right. The guy's all beat up. Mayhem. They're doing him for Person of the Year for 2020. Oh man, Makes sense. isn't that depressing? <laughs> I mean, it's not shocking. What other word should be the word? You know, I think lockdown yeah. was the runner-up or something like that. Uh-huh. Pandemic, you know, it's just, it's it's the center of our world right now, on so many different levels, you know, and it sucks. <laughs> um, all right, so here's here's some good news for you: public school enrollment is dropping across the country, and charter oh, okay. schools, private schools, and parochials are picking it up. It's not only dropping in government-run private school, but it's dropping in universities. Enrollment rates have also been declining at colleges and universities. Much of it attributed to fewer freshmen choosing to attend at all. Good. Stay out of the uh, propaganda zone. Stay away from the indoctrination centers known as the public schools, and your kids will be just fine. Be well, better. you know, it's funny. Uh, I used to be you know, a big fan of homeschooling. In fact, uh, my daughter was homeschooled for a few years early on. And, you know, folks who take their kids' education into their own hands, have you ever noticed those kids tend to do a lot better educationally-wise as far as testing and stuff like that? You know, I mean, it's kind of forced right now with the with the lockdowns and stuff. But uh, do you think it's a, it's a reaction against the propaganda, or is it somehow a reaction to 
what's going on with the pandemics and the teaching at home and all that. Yes, all of the above. I think that right. uh, you know people are starting to realize how much of a propaganda center those schools truly are. And even if you don't choose homeschooling, because that's not for everybody. I'm a proponent, but if it you know it's not for everybody. But there's private schools out there that do a far right. better job without indoctrinating uh, children. Well, I, let me give you an example. In one of the northeastern states today, right now, kids are going back well, to two, two places. Number one is New York. They're finally going back to in, in, in New York City, and they're going to COVID test them every week. COVID test your kids every week as they go back to school. But secondly, I think it's Vermont that the kids are going back to school today, and they are going to be quizzed when they get there as to what did you do, honey? Where, where were you? Where, where did you go for Thanksgiving, and who were you with over Thanksgiving, huh? And and who did you spend time with in Thanksgiving? And and how much time were you with Uncle Earl and Aunt Jane? And what did y'all do at Thanksgiving, sweetie? I'm, I'm talking about little bitty kids. I'm not talking about right. high schoolers and college kids. I'm talking about little bitty kids are going to be grilled on what they did for Thanksgiving, so they can report them, so they can be put on report if they had exposure to COVID. What kind of world is that? Are you kidding me? Get your kids out. Put them in private education. Put them in private education or whatever you need to get them out of those indoctrination centers. It's the future, it's baby. It's the future. The future well, is it's now. Insanity. This is where we are. You know, this is simply where we are. I mean, you say it all the time. This is what I'm waiting for. Okay, because uh, I, yeah, right, I'm I, I'm happy to hear more private schools and charter schools are doing better because you can get a much more specific education for your kid. All right. But at some point, it'll even come to them once they get to the point where you got to have a card or you got to have a certain uh, mark or a chip or something saying you've been tested recently. You were, I think, talking about Australia earlier. To get on an airplane, you got to have a special card now that says you've been uh, that you vaccinated you, or have been vaccinated. You know, I mean, that's the next level of all this stuff. And once it goes there, it's really not going to matter whether you're private or, or, or public school. You know, and so I, I, it's all disturbing, but I, I, I hope there is some kind of a, uh, a, a backlash against the stuff that's been taught in the schools for, for these past few generations. Cause one of the reasons you, you, you were able to get young people to tear the crap out of any given downtown and steal stuff and loot and beat people up is because they're not really all that deep when it comes to history or civics. Uh, you and I talk about this all the time, how the public schools have been about the business of churning out morons and illiterates, basically, because you can tell, you can shove them around a lot easier. And you can get them to do stuff that if they had a decent understanding of history, they wouldn't do. Or they'd have a different appreciation of, of living in America or life in America and what this country is supposed to be. So, you know, good on the charter schools and good on the private schools, because that's what's been going on. And uh, it's a moron parade. It really is. And it's intentional. And I, I was late to the bus on this one. Uh, you were talking about this years ago. And I, I was more cynical thinking, well, people are just stupid or they're, bo- they don't, they're not interested in learning or what have you. But the more I connect the dots, you really see the long game here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it starts in sure. the public schools. Absolutely. It, it does. It starts right there, man. Well, you got to teach them early and teach them often just how awful this country is so they'll go out and tear down the statues. All right, back in just a minute. More where them Dave Ramsey sent you. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. One thing that did happen, very interesting, we won all the state houses. We won Congress. Everything in Kevin McCarthy gives me... A massive amount of credit for what happened. We're supposed to lose seats. We didn't lose one seat 
and we gained many and others were leading and others. And by the way, you know why the votes aren't in yet? There are like five or six others because the mail-in voting is all screwed up. Hey, uh, just going back on what we are talking about before the break, Vermont students who attended Thanksgiving with family now have to quarantine and do online courses for a couple of weeks before two weeks before they can go back to school. Think about that for a minute. You're telling five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten year olds. Well, honey, if you if you had Thanksgiving with your family, you have to quarantine at home now. You can't come back to school for a couple of weeks because uh, you're with your family. See, and and that's where you get the COVID is from the family. And when you're with the family hanging out, you you like like Doctor Burke said. Now, you were with family for for Thanksgiving, so you are now infected, and we know that you have the COVID while you were with the family, because that's where you get it. You get it from Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie and Jane, they've done gave you the COVID now, so you got to stay home for a couple of weeks while you while you get over the COVID now, okay? All right. Thank you, sweetie. You know, I used to think growing up during the Cold War was depressing. But I wouldn't want to be a kid these days. I just wouldn't want to be a kid these days. It must really suck. You know, I don't know how to put it. The adults are really messing with your heads. You know, this would be a real drag to be a, you know, what a drag. What a crappy thing to say to some kid. Yeah. Well, how was Thanksgiving? Did you kill anybody? You know, I mean, it's... You have the COVID. Welcome back. Don't bring it into this school. All right, so here's a couple of things here. Quickly, the president there was talking about... uh, He he talked to Maria Bartiromo yesterday. Right. His first interview since the election, and he said, you know what, I'm going to work 125% of my energy to prove what happened in this election. Just a couple of real quick things I want to point out to folks uh, to do their own research on. First of all, please... Listen to that entire interview with Maria yesterday. It's super oh, yeah. important that you do that. Um, also, read an article by Patrick Basham, B-A-S-H-A-M, Patrick Basham, Spectator. He goes through, and Sean, he points out perfectly why this is such a huge question mark. And I, you know, put all the po- politics dogma and everything aside for a minute and just look at the facts of the case as an unimpassioned juror of the case and here's just a couple of them i'm not going to go over the whole thing patrick basham b-a-s-h-a-m trump got 11 more votes than when he won in 2016 receiving more votes than any incumbent running for re-election and he lost the president made gains among minorities getting from eight percent of the black vote in 2016 to 12 percent in 2020 and he lost. He gained 35% of the Hispanic vote nationally. Bellwether states like Florida, Ohio, and Iowa went more Trump than they did in 2016. And he lost. Biden supposedly won more votes than anyone in history, <laughs> you know, despite not going out in, 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 in campaigning. And we, we found out. We found out, by the way, that landslide that Obama had in 2008, all those people were actually voting for vice president that year. They weren't voting for Obama. Um, I, I wish he'd come on the show so I could tell him that. And... Um, he won a record low of 17% of counties. He only won 524 counties, as opposed to the 873 counties that Obama won in 2008. The non-polling metrics had all been going to Trump, including party registration trends, the respective primary votes, candidate enthusiasm, social media followings, broadcast and digital media ratings, online searches. All that stuff was going to Trump. 
and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, the brakes were put on, and all these Biden votes showed up on the backs of trucks. Yeah, there's something to be looked at here, no doubt. Oh, come on, like we 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 watched it happen in slow motion. Like we we've watched this unfold every step of the way. Will you have a ballot dump in the middle of the night, and there's not a single Trump vote? I mean, at that point, that's when I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's not possible. That's just absolutely not possible. You know, I mean, this thing was a cheat. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, if you ask me, thir- I mean, unless some great new revelation takes place, you ask me 30 years from now if this was a cheat, I'd say absolutely it was a cheat. Absolutely. It was. It happened right in front well, of us. We have uh, we have sound. I don't know if it's handy or not, Chris, but we have sound we played this morning. In Pennsylvania, they were having that hearing during the the holiday, and I think it was Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday of the hearing, where you had the Trump attorneys, including uh, the, the statistical analysis guys and everybody, appearing before the Congress up there in Pennsylvania. And they were going through, bit by bit, laying out the evidence. And you're going, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And they got to the point about the votes. And there were like 600,000 votes that came in all of a sudden for Biden. And then the guy asked, well, how many came in for Trump at that time? And he goes, uh, 3,000. And the whole room broke out in laughter, hilarity, because they realized that's a farce. There's no way that could happen. That 600,000 votes come in for Biden and 3,000 for Donald Trump. Yeah, somebody messing around. Well, I mean, it, 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 they didn't even care that it was a not even a very believable cheat. You know, usually when That's you're cheating, about. you try to cover it up a little and make it, you know, Seem you don't believable. want people to know. But it again, this this happened right in front of our eyes. We all saw the videos of the ballot observers being shoved out of polling places. Uh, and laughed at, you know. I mean, we all saw the the bags of ballots that were found in ditches in the backs of cars. You know, I mean, th- this is not something that happened under the covers. It happened full on the, the television, the internet, right there in front of us as we watched. You and I were saying they were trying to cheat back in the day when they when they first started arguing for for mail in ballots, Hide which you know at, at that time, which was you know months ago. You and I had already covered different elections where they, they, there had been problems with, with mail-in ballots. Uh, there were problems with mail-in ballots in 2000. You know, it's, anytime you have mail-in ballots, it's statistical. You can look it up. You do a simple Google, Google search. You say every single election where mail-in ballots are, are, are utilized, there's some level of fraud. Uh, and yet that's the very thing they were, they were asking for and arguing for because of the pandemic. You know, come on, man. It, well, again, if you're investigating it was right this, right there just, in front of us. If you're investigating this, there's just one thing that would set you off, I would think, and that is how the ballots were sh- showing up. Mail-in ballots were showing up, and they were not folded. It's impossible <laughs> to get a ballot in an envelope without folding. It. <laughs> sort of have to fold it to fit the inner space of the envelope. You know. Yeah. It's... All right. Let, let's listen to that sound because we have that sound from from last week. Go ahead, Chris. This is uh, 300 and, uh, 337 votes, 337,000 votes in that, uh, that, that, in that, that period of time. Yes. And when you look at this entire curve with all these spikes, can you calculate how, how, how much of a vote that accounted for for Biden and how much for Trump? 
close to 600,000. I think our, our figures were about 570 some odd thousand that uh, all those spikes represent over time. For Biden? Correct. And how much for Trump? I think it was a little over 3,200. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, the, they know the fix is in. 600,000 for Joe Biden and 3,000 for Donald Trump. And you don't tell me they're not playing with this thing. They're playing with it in plain view. Like you said, they're playing with it in plain view. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima on the other side here on KTSA. So your friends at Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC, okay, well, tonight's going to be cold. We've been telling you. Well, it's cold this morning, but it's going to be really cold tonight. You're going to need a heater tonight. I hope you had Quarter Moon out to check it back months ago when we were telling you to do that full system check. If not, give them a call and let them come out and look at your entire heating system. You don't want to flick it on without first having to check from the pilot light all the way to where it blows hot air on you to make sure that it's going to be, number one, safe, but number two, that it's going to operate efficiency to keep efficiently to keep you nice and warm during the cold nights that are coming up. In fact, very cold one coming up tonight. You don't want to be heating the attic. That's a really bad idea. You end up spending a lot of money with CPS that you don't need to spend if you're heating the attic. And we encourage you to take care of your pipes t- tonight, but if you ever have a pipe break, due to a hard freeze. Quarter Moon can come out and fix that for you, too. The great guys at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, 210-651-1111. 